get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Martin Gaston Berrand. And if you can tell, <laughs> I'm not very French-Canadian, Marty. But thanks so much for joining us today, setting up tonight's game between the St. Louis Blues and Buffalo Sabres. How are things going in your neck of the woods? What's going on out there? Oh, well, you know what? After the six and a half feet of snow that we got last weekend <laughs> that actually moved the Buffalo Bills game to Detroit, uh, it's beautiful and sunny and 45 degrees, so it's melting. And, uh, yeah, and the Sabres won last night at Montreal, which was huge because they had lost eight in a row. But you guys know about streaks, right, with the Blues winning three, losing eight, winning seven. So uh, I, I know – this is not going to be popular with you guys, but I really hope that the Sabres can get on a bit of a streak because tonight's a big night. It's the return of the black and red Goathead 90s night in Buffalo. Wow. So it's going to be special. That's probably sentimental for you. You got to wear the Goathead, the black, the, the red, the white, back in the Dominator days when you also came up through the Sabres system, making your debut in the NHL with double zero on your back. But that was with a blue jersey, Marty. Let's take yeah. it to tonight's game. Let's start this off. And, and people in St. Louis here, uh, they, they've got memories of Tage Thompson, okay? And I want to want to get your opinion and dig in a little bit here because I remember when Tage came out of college at UConn and they stuck him in the American Hockey League with the San Antonio Rampage. And I was playing in that league with the Texas Stars and I thought, man, I don't know if this guy's ever going to get it. He gets called up to St. Louis. It's just, nothing's clicking. It's not working. And then he gets dealt off in the O'Reilly deal over to the Buffalo Sabres. Well, things look a little different now, don't they, Marty? I mean, look at what Thompson has done in the last year for this club. I mean, he puts up, last season, 38 goals. He's already got 13 on this year. What's going right for Tage Thompson in Buffalo? Well, it was a stroke of genius by Don Granado uh, a year and a half ago in the summertime, right? And he's thinking, maybe we got to play Tage Thompson at center. And he watched a lot of video on Tage, and, and Don Granado's, past with the U.S. development program and as an assistant coach and and helping developing young players and he noticed that Tage was almost restricted by being on the wing always having to deal with the wall right you you instead of having 30 feet of of free ice to play with he had 15 and with his reach and his length and his size he felt maybe the center position is better for him. And that really unlocked Tage Thompson uh, playing mostly with Jeff Skinner last year and uh, in the second half of the season with Alex Stuck as well. Those three have been just uh, really, really good for the Sabres this year. Even in the eight-game losing streak, Don Granado at the end of the night would always say, well, we had one line going. That was the Tage Thompson line. Well, we didn't show enough compete, but Tage Thompson – was one of the players that showed compete. So, uh, Tage has been fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've got a lot of St. Louis Blues friends that, uh, that are fans of the Blues, and a bunch of them texted me earlier in the season, hey, can we get Tage Thompson back? Uh, you know, can we make that deal again? I'm like, nope, nope, nope. 
Uh, that deal is is really good for us, although it worked out for the Blues yeah. pretty good, winning a cup with Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, I would say Blues fans are, are pretty happy with their end of the deal as well. I think both teams came out all right, all things considered. Ryan O'Reilly has been a fantastic captain here in St. Louis. Uh, Marty, I did want to ask you about your expertise with the goaltending side of things. Uh, Jordan Bennington is, has been really, really excellent for the Blues so far this season, and that's coming off of what was during the regular season last year, a bit of a struggle for him. He got things back on track prior to the injury in the playoffs. Marty, from your expertise in the net, when you've got a guy that has the pedigree, the history of Jordan Bennington, and then you have a season that was as big of a struggle as he did, what do you? what is that like when you're going into the offseason and you need to get yourself back on track? What goes through a goalie's mind when that's happening? Well, it's such a fine line, right, between – being successful and then oops falling off like the numbers you know i remember talking to garth snow years ago and he's like man i was a 902 save percentage and i everybody said i was all-star and then he goes now i'm a 910 save percentage and i'm terrible <laughs> like it's just sometimes the numbers are different uh, sometimes the the team you're playing with is different but the biggest thing for me, I, I look, I like Jordan Bennington as a competitor. I like him in the way that he plays the game. He, uh, he's strong, structural, like game in the, in the crease. Uh, but the biggest challenge with Jordan Bennington, and I don't know him, and I've never really spent much time like talking to him, but when I watch him is where is he had in his headspace? Where is his mindset at? And in the losing streak, we saw him go after the Kings and getting pulled and bumping into the, you know, the other goaltender and all of that. And I'm thinking, that's the wrong side of the line. And then he plays the way that he did against the Colorado Avalanche when they had to injure a six-on-three at the end of the game, right? And he was, like, just unreal. And I'm thinking, that's the right side of the line. So um, if that's going to be the challenge for Jordan Bennington. I think that's probably why it took him so long to get to the NHL is he walks that fine line, and sometimes he's on the left, sometimes he's on the right. Uh, but when he's on the good side of that line, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's been really solid, Marty. It's been fun to watch here in St. Louis to see him take over. And Thomas Grice has played some really good minutes as well for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. I know it's been a bit of a rotating cast there in Buffalo, and you got the old relic Craig Anderson kicking in the cage occasionally, which I love to see at 41 years of age. But the big challenge for me with the Sabres tonight coming into this game, it's a back-to-back -back set. They won last night 7-2 away on the road against Montreal. Now they come back home to Buffalo. When you're facing the Blues, a team that can be really good on the rush, they, they've got a pretty diverse attack. What do you think the message is from Sabres head coach Don Granado to his team for them to be able to try to knock off the Blues in St. Louis or in Buffalo this evening? Well, Don Granado hasn't said so much about structure and what his game plans would be from game to game. He asked the players to compete. And so when you see Tage Thompson's line competing, you see Dylan Cousins' line competed, you see newly acquired on waivers Tyson Jost in his first uh, shift as a Sabres go in and hit Chris Weidman and then drop in the gloves and the penalty kill finally after nine games in a row giving up a power play goal and they had dropped in that nine game stretch down to 60% on the penalty kill like they went six for six on the penalty kill yesterday that to me is compete right so they did that but more importantly is how do you defend and it's not just looking at the, the defenseman Rasmus Dahlin's having a fantastic year. Owen Powers doing really, really good. But they got Matthias Samuelson back after missing 13. That really helped. 
but it's the forwards. How do you help defensively? And even guys like Jeff Skinner, how do you help defensively? And that is the biggest thing. Yesterday against Montreal, only six high-danger chances, according to natural stat trick. In the previous games, it was 13, 15, 12. So how can you defend? That ultimately, that ultimately gives you a, an indication of win, wins or losses for the Sabres. Man, it sounds like you guys have the same issue that we had here in St. Louis. Dude, it's like, so it, similar. It, it's so funny. <laughs> the conver- What you just said was the question for the Blues during their losing streak. I'm curious, Marty, when you look back at that and you look at how that applies to the league in general, are you seeing any trends around the league, whether it be this year or just in general over the past few seasons with the way that the league is defending, whether that's the forwards, the defensemen, the types of players that are out on the ice, what are some of the trends that you're seeing? Well, the league is super skilled. So what we're seeing now when it comes to goaltending is the save percentage is dropping year after year a little bit. Uh, you rely on offensive defensemen. Like everybody wants to be, uh, you know, Kale McCarr and Roman Yossi, but you also have to be good defensively, which McCarr and Yossi are. So I definitely see that, but I also see a lot of young, inexperienced players that have to learn. And even though the St. Louis Blues, they won the Cup and they still have a lot of, you know, similarities. They don't have the same team, but they've got guys like Cairo and Thomas, and they have to compete, right? It's not good enough to just say, I've got skills and that's going to get me by. On any given night, you can be embarrassed in the NHL if you don't compete. And the Sabres have the youngest NHL team, uh, average age of 25 years old, I believe. So, um, yeah, some nights it's going to be you know, tough lessons to learn. Uh, but I see that around the NHL where, you know, teams that think they're going to have an easy night all of a sudden get surprised. And a team like, you know, the Montreal Canadiens or the Sabres or the Arizona Coyotes or even the Chicago Blackhawks for a certain extent at the beginning of the year can surprise anybody. Marty, can't thank you enough for your insight. This has been fantastic. Everybody out there, make sure you give Marty a follow, at MartyBiron43 on Twitter. As always, somebody that I've looked up to, not just in the crease, but also in the media world, doing great work for the Sabres, also all across national airwaves in Canada. We see him occasionally in the United States as well. So can't tell you, hey, man, I'm so happy you joined us today. Set the table for this game tonight. Enjoy it, have fun, and I hope that your snowdrifts stay below the roof of your house. So thanks so much for joining us today, Marty. <laughs> Thanks. Anytime, Mike. I love joining you guys in St. Louis. You're the best. That's Marty here on 101 ESPN. Marty Baron here on 101 ESPN.